are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. So Jesus models for his disciples, and he says, I'm doing this so you may wash each other's feet and that you may be an example now to your followers. And it's so important, you know, the feet back there were disgusting. You have to understand, the Roman rule, the Romans were known for bringing in roads. And as they brought in roads, everybody used those roads. And they had sandals, but yet the goats, the donkeys, the sheep, the cows, they all used the roads. There was no street cleaners to go up and and clean them up. They weren't paved. They were dirt roads, and they were filled with dirt and gross stuff. And as Jesus washes their feet, he's doing something that is not a high-prestige job. See, today, it's a little bit different. You want to see one of those awkward moments if I was to say to you right at this very mo- moment, I said, you know what, now I'm going to call in the ushers and we're going to have, they're going to all lay bowls out in the feet and I'm going to wash every single feet, per- person's feet in this room. There would be a bunch of different feelings. Some people would be like, oh yeah, cool. Others would be like, oh my goodness, I haven't clipped my toenails. Some people would be like, no way, Pastor Lance is washing my feet. I haven't shaved my legs for a week. Absolutely not. And all of a sudden we get caught up in this whole stuff. That's really not important when God is like, you know what, this is what it is at. But I wonder if today it's very much different. See, the feet, you could see the feet and you could tell how dirty they were and you could tell where they were going. I wonder if one of those guys who drives one of those big, the trucks with the big tires in town, and they go out mudding and they come back and they're showing everybody their trophy about how dirty their truck is. And they're driving around town and I wonder what would happen if we went up to them and said, man, uh, you went out mudding, Yeah. Hey, listen, let me wash your truck for you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you know what? I want to, not only I want to wash it, but I want to wash it and I'll vacuum the inside and I'm going to clean it all up for you and, and I just want to be able to serve you. That's weird. I just want to show the love of Christ in a practical way. And I can tell where you have been with your truck because it's very dirty. Would you allow me to serve you today? My friends, I think that's a whole different way of looking at christianity i think that's a whole different principle and a whole different philosophy because i think evangelism has been so scary for years because people have thought that for me to be able to share my faith is a scary thing because i have to tell people about jesus i have to share my testimony and i'm not comfortable doing that how do you just start up a cold conversation how do you just kind of you know what you're 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 at work and you're in the lunchroom and then all of a sudden you're like hey do you know about jesus and they're like what i said "Uh, would you pass me the salt you know, you, you know, like, it's just one of those things there that's kind of like, this is really weird. But yet it opens up the door for evangelism in a very unique way when you're just like, you know what, I just want to love you. I just want to show people the love of Jesus in a practical way. It's kind of like, wow. How do you refute love? Don't underestimate the power of a conversation. You know, if we think over the past week, uh, would you have said that you had less than three conversations where God was mentioned? Less than five? How about ten? 
Talking to other Christians counts, but what if this week, this summer, we were more mindful, we became intentional people about bringing God into conversations? Who knows where the power of words, like, can I pray for you? Or have you ever told the Lord that? Or I thank God for, who knows? The point is wherever we are, we need to step more into that place of being a servant and saying, God, I trust you. Servant evangelism is, a, is that creative way to reach the needs in our community. Often as a church, and churches, we wait for the pastor or the board to come up with some kind of a creative plan that then we can sign up for. But the coolest things about no strings attached evangelism is the goal is not to build up our church. The goal is not to say, okay, man, we want everyone, you have to bring one friend here next week and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. No, no, no. The goal is to see Christ glorified. And if people choose to go to the Alliance Church, the Baptist Church, the Lutheran Church, who cares? As long as God is, is glorified, that's what it's all about. See, last week I started talking about this a little bit. And I thought it was so cool because one of the people in the congregation, they went home and after lunch they started talking about it as a family. Well, pastor was talking about showing love in a practical way, in a, in a, in a practical way. What do you think? Is there a way we can do that? And they started talking as a family, and the family decided last Sunday after church that they were going to go out, and they were going to do this. Free iced tea and lemonade. God loves you very much. So these two little girls, this is Ben Dick's kids, and these two little girls were out there, and they're sitting there, and people are stopped by. They, you know, they, they, they see this little lemonade stand. They pull up with their cars, and they're like, yeah, I'd like a lemonade. You pour a lemonade, and they go to give them money. It's like, no, no, no. We're just showing the love of Christ in a practical way. And their youngest daughter there, she's three, and Ben was laughing. He says, you know what, she, she was having a hard time accept, understanding this whole principle. So there, there was one guy who came and says, no, no, I really want to pay you for this. Like, let me give you 10 bucks for the lemonade. And he's like, no, no, we just want to show the love of Christ in a practical way. No, no, please, let me pay you. No, 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 we don't want it. We just want to show you that God loves you. Well, I, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Like, let me pay, and then I feel like I've got something. No, 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 we don't want your money. We just want you to enjoy a lemonade and know that Jesus loves you. Okay, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Positive? Yes. Okay, thank you. And he starts to walk away, and the little girl stands up. She goes, we want your money! <laughs> and then he turns around like, oh, I'm sorry. And, and, and he's like, no, 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 just go. She, she's three. She doesn't understand this whole thing yet. But I'm like, when I, when I was told that, I'm like, awesome! This is a family of four who are sitting around their, their dinner table and just said, what can we do? And that afternoon they did. My friends, it doesn't have to be something from the front where we say, okay, Aqua Days is coming up. We're going to buy a, a skid full of water and we're going to hand it out just showing the love of Christ in a practical way. People are like, yeah, sign me up. This is something that you can do in a small group. You can do with your family. You can just get, uh, organize something and start to dream together. Hey, what can we do? You know, and I think the, the list is endless. I, I'm one of those guys who love the dream. I think it'd be so cool to, to, to go down to one of these events and hand out water. And then somebody said, well, what about if, we, if on a really hot day we went down to the beach and we handed out like 10 boxes of popsicles? Well, that would be awesome. Who doesn't like popsicles? And I thought, Wouldn't it be kind of neat if, if, if all of a sudden, you know, how many people know what Dickie D is? You, you got that little cart, that little cart. You get one of those little carts and you ring the bells and you just sort of do a popsicle ministry. You know, I don't know, when you were a kid, it's kind of like you hear the bells, it's like, ah! and then you're running, you've got to try to find money really, really hard, and you're running, you're trying to find money, and you, finally you get money, but, but then the bells are gone. It's like, where did that guy go? And then your parents got to drive you all over the town looking for the bells. 
But what about if some little kid at the park comes running up and they're like, I don't have any money. It's like, good, it's free. We just wanted to show you, little guy, that Jesus loves you. You know what, maybe you not even have a cart, maybe just go ding, ding, ding with a little bell. Like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. But just to let people know that God loves them. You want out of the box thinking? There's, all right, let, let's be honest, okay? There's some pretty disgusting restaurants in Cold Lake. I'm not going to mention them because maybe you love it or you own it or something like that, but <laughs> I, get my, I don't want to get emails. You talked about my favorite restaurant in a negative way. So, I'm just going to say, there's some pretty disgusting restaurants in Cold Lake. Not the one that you're thinking of, you know? What about if a group of people went in and went and saw the manager and said, hey, uh, we just want to show the love of Christ in a practical way. And they're like, what? Yeah, we just thought we could uh, wash, clean your toilets and your washrooms today. You want to do what? We just want to clean your restrooms. You know, your staff are busy. There's nobody in here, but I'm sure they're doing something. So we just want to really clean your toilet and, and, and really make this thing sparkling. You want to clean my toilets? Yeah. How much? Nothing. Nothing. I think that would get people talking. I think that would show the owner of the restaurant that, man, the, Jesus loves me enough to come in and send some people to wash my toilets. And I know some of us are like, absolutely not. There's no way I will ever do that. Popsicles in, toilets out. But when we just say, God, I give you my life, Lord. And God, if you, if you can reach one person through me spending a half an hour cleaning up a restroom, then God, praise your name. Sign me up, Lord. The possibilities are endless. You know what? For those of you who, who, who like to, to, to go online and stuff, I was, as I was dreaming and I was kind of... Uh, thinking about a few things, I thought, you know what? One thing that Cindy and I quite often will do is we'll go through Tim Hortons and we'll just say, how much does the guy's bill behind us? And it's kind of like, well, it's eight bucks. It's like, you know what? Could you just add that to us, to, to my bill, and we'll just pay for that, and then we'll leave. How many people have done that? Anyone else done that? Yeah, it, you know, just kind of like, hey, we'll just pay for the guy behind me. I don't know who they are, but just tell them Jesus loves them or just tell them bless them or whatever, and you, and you pay, pay for the coffee. I thought, you know, instead of us doing that, which I think is awesome, why don't we make up a bunch of these little business cards? And it says on there, mykindcommunity.com, sharing the heart of our community. Now it's your turn, pay it forward. So you say, listen, I want to buy the, the coffee, the guy behind me. Would you just give this to them? And they, they, yeah, how much is my coffee? It's, it's free. What do you mean it's free? The guy ahead of you bought it and he, and he said, here. He's like, mykindcommunity.com. Well, what's that? mentioned some of them will just they'll get tossed some people will be like like what is this mykindcommunity.com and they'll just even if they don't have the card maybe they'll just kind of like mykindcommunity.com google it or whatever go to the website and then on that website will be a whole bunch of testimonies of just random acts of kindness that have happened here in cold lake and then there's that little thing and now it's your turn pass it on i wonder how far this card could go I wonder if, you know what, all of a sudden someone does an act of kindness and like, you know what, someone just blessed me. And then they're just kind of like, you know what, it's my turn. I want to I do this to somebody else. And this card just gets passed around and passed around and passed around.
Wouldn't that be cool? And you know what I, else I want to do? Is I talked to all the churches in, in town. I sent them an email. And I said, listen, guys, this is what we're doing. If you want to get some cards, it won't cost you guys anything. I'll give you the cards. You just tell your people about it. They can start handing these out in town. And then when people go through and they maybe read some of the testimonies of kind of some cool things that have happened, and then at the bottom they'll say, my kind community church, or like my kind of community is brought to you by these churches. And then it's just like, click on the Lutheran website. Click on the, the Alliance website. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really matter where people go or, or, or that kind of stuff. It's just to get the message out that Jesus loves them. You know, if you guys could take a few of these, I got them on the back table or up at the front here, just grab a few of them and shove them in your purse, shove them in your wallet, and just say, God, I just want to pray over these, Lord. Who knows how far this will go, but God, if I can be a blessing to somebody and tell them that Jesus loves them, why not? You know, that happened to Sydney and I. I've shared that story here before, but I'm going to share it again. But Cindy and I, uh, we, we go to Sobeys and you get points at Sobeys and then after you get however many, you get five bucks of free groceries. And Cindy said to me, she says, you know what? Instead of spending this five bucks, let's just keep saving it up. And then when we go to BC every year, we, we go to BC with our, with our family for a week. We said, we'll go to the Sobeys in BC and we'll have free groceries for that week there. It's like, that's a great idea. So we started saving it up and we got to, I think, 90 bucks. And Cindy had one of the little things on her keychain and it ripped off of her, uh, of her keychain in the parking lot and it fell on the ground. And um, somebody found it and they went shopping and spent our $90 on groceries. And Cindy came to me and she's like, oh, like someone ripped us off. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, I lost my thing. And someone found it and they went in and, and said, hey, how much is on my card? And they're like, yeah, you got 90 bucks there. And they're like, 90 bucks, awesome, let's go grocery shopping. And they went grocery shopping. And it's kind of like, I just feel like I got robbed. Like, I got, I got stolen again. So I'm kind of like, you know, who would do that? You know, I am so mad right now. And I'm talking to like, I'm, I'm so jaded that somebody would do that. Like, I wouldn't do that. So, Lord, you, don't, you reap what you sow. I would never sow that. You know, so, Lord, why am I reaping this? I, I just can't believe it. It's kind of like, ah. Oh. And Cindy's just kind of like, well, who cares? It's 90 bucks, whatever. Whoever gets the groceries, they needed it more than we did. Let them, let's bless them. It's like, oh, yeah, whatever, we'll bless them. So then Cindy goes to the grocery stop, sh- store about a week later, and she's in there, and she's got Liberty with her, and she's got a cart full of groceries, and she, Liberty is talking to the lady behind her and don't know this lady, and she's talking to her. And we put the groceries through, and I think it was about 90, 93 $94 worth of groceries. Cindy goes into her purse, and the lady says, you know what, actually, I'm going to pay for her groceries today. And Cindy goes, what? She goes, yeah. She goes, I just like to do things sometimes. And she says, I just really feel that uh, I want to do this for you. And, and it was just like the Lord just kind of said, see, when you trust me, I bring it back. It's my money. What are you getting so upset over? And it's just one of those little reminders. But when that random act of kindness happens, man, I can easily now post a, a testimony on the website of something that happened to me for somebody who has no idea who I am. We, we made up this little video. Some of you may have seen it. <laughs> and, you know, this video, it was meant just for a joke. It was just like, I like to have fun in church. I, like, I, I, think, that God, I think that God is not a boring God, so why should church be boring? And, and we made up this video just for fun. 
And I showed it last week, and then we put it out last week on Facebook. And do you know on Facebook, we've had over 11,000 views on Facebook? And on YouTube, we've had over 7,500 views on YouTube. And I've had two churches call me to ask them if they can show this video in their churches. And I've had Holy Cross School ask if they could show it to the school. And I'm just like, yeah, sure. Like, take it. I don't, I don't want money for it. It, just, it was meant for you guys for a joke. But it's amazing what God does. And I was, as I'm an administrator on YouTube, it's amazing because it's gone to so many people that are all over the world. I've been enjoying because every time someone writes a comment, it sends me an email of their comment. And, and there was one comment on there that said something like, um, um, I am not a Christian. It doesn't mean that I don't believe in God, but I found this video amazing. I'm like, that's so cool. And then about an hour later, another comment come on, and it was like, gay. And I'm like, it made me laugh, so I left it on there. But then I've been getting some, some really kind of neat comments on there, and then I've been getting some really nasty comments on there, and a few of them I took off because of the language and stuff that was on there. But to me, it's just like, you know what, it's just like that random act of kindness. This is a video that we made for you guys, but it seems to be going someplace. And uh, I just, uh, I'm going to show it for you again today. <laughs> Who knew I could be a dancer? <laughs> <laughs> 1 Timothy 1.15 says, This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst of sinners. Then others will realize, too, that they can believe in him and receive eternal life, all honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. Set out, share the love of Christ in a practical way for souls are the only thing that we can take with us to heaven and they are worth it. There's so much creativity in the body of Christ. Remember, we're the bride of Christ. Have you ever been in a city or, or into a large town where, where someone is doing that street corner evangelism and they're up on that, the box maybe or, or, or they've got the speakers blaring and they're telling people that, hey, you're all going to hell and, and that kind of a thing? Well, that is a form of evangelism but I wonder how their, com uh, their conversion rate is. I wonder how many people that they've, they love Jesus with all their heart and they want to tell the people the truth that there is a place called heaven and hell. But I wonder when you don't step out in that place of love, whether the gospel message can ever be accepted. Christ is love. God is love. God has the answer to the, to the questions that we have. Jesus never ever motivated through fear. Yet often we see people, pastors, churches, going right for the juggler in evangelism. You know what? It's called a religious spirit. The religious spirit looks for some form of punishment. Thinks, think about the Jesus and the woman caught in the very act of adultery. Here's a woman who has sinned and the law says that she needs to be put to death. And the Pharisees walk in that place of judgment. They had that religious spirit in them and they pull her out in front of the marketplace and they said, she was caught doing this. We need to stone her, Jesus. What do you think? And Jesus simply says, he who, cast the, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Jesus, instead of acting out of judgment, acts out of love. 
and blows us away with that scripture in the Bible. Coal Lake, that's our city. Coal Lake is the city of God. Let's together love people into the kingdom of God. For that's what it's all about. Amen? See, the message today, it's not a deep message. It's not one that's kind of like, man, I tell you what, that was, that was right. That was just so packed full of meat. I can't believe it. It's a simple, simple lesson that I think every single one of us in this room can benefit from when we just say, you know what? Evangelism is something that me and my family can step into quite simply. Amen? Father, I thank you for our church. I thank you for every single person in this room, Lord. And Lord, as you're challenging us, Lord Jesus, to love our city, as you're challenging us, Lord Jesus, just to be able to get out there, Lord, and be able to, to show the love of Christ in a practical way, I just ask for that spirit of creativity just to be so strong in our lives that when we start to have those discussions in our small groups, when we start to have those discussions around our kitchen tables, when we start to have those discussions on Facebook, Lord Jesus, that God, all kinds of creative ideas will come in and we'll step into that realm and just be a blessing to people, Lord. Lord, there's such a stigma about churches that churches are boring, that churches are not relevant, that churches are not for today. And God, that is a lie because, Father God, you are the answer to today. So, Lord, would you challenge us? Would you stir our hearts, God, this morning? In Christ's mighty name we ask it. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a fantastic summer. I'm going to be heading on sabbatical here. I leave on Saturday, and we'll be back in September. And I'm uh, going to be doing some studying and some uh, a, a, a getaway with the family. Going to miss you guys, but I will be praying for you, and I ask that you continue to pray for me and my family as we just kind of get refreshed and rejuvenated and ready to go again for September. Amen? God bless. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Coley Community Church, a place where families come together.